Hello and welcome to Guy Perryman Interviews. Our travel companions today are Jason and Steve from Codaline, who create atmospheric and melancholy indie rock and pop, who were in Japan for shows in Tokyo and Osaka in September 2023. The conversation took place at Universal Music Office in Harajuku, Tokyo, and was first broadcast across Japan on my InterFM radio show. Enjoy the journey. It is wonderful to welcome on board Stephen and Jason from Codaline. Hello. Hey, how's it going? Right. Great to see you again. I don't know when or who I met a number of years ago, but anyway, great to be back on the show. Thanks.、Uh, yeah, no, thank you very much. It's great to be back. First of all, congratulations on the rugby win last night against South Africa. <laughs> yeah, no,、uh, Vinny, our drummer, would be here, but he's too, too tired from celebrations. <laughs> <So> . too tired. <laughs> he got up at. Four or stayed awake till four a.m.、Um, just to watch the rugby. Yeah,、oh, wow. so well, yeah. Yeah. welcome back to Japan. You're here in Tokyo and doing shows in Osaka. You said it's the end of your tour. How are you feeling at the very end of a tour?、Uh, we're all falling apart. As you just, I've, I've got my、uh, nose sprays. It's just the way tour goes. But no, it's Asia is the best place we've ever toured. You know, it's it's so different to touring America or touring around Europe、mm. because you get. To see completely different cultures every place you land, and that's the most exciting thing I think for for anyone. You know, like you do that when you leave college, you go and you travel the world. Whereas we get to do this for our job, so it's it's, it's lucky you. Job, yeah. <laughs> Is there something about Japan that you've seen or、uh, felt could be a tangible or intangible thing? Is there something about Japan you'd love to share with the world? It's like it's like t- life by ten. Everything is just more. <laughs> it's so hard to put it into words. Anybody I meet. I say anybody who asks me, oh, you know, you've travelled all over the world. Where would you Go recommend going to? I always recommend Japan first because you can compare most countries to other countries, but then Japan is just Japan. Like it's just out on its own. <laughs> it's very Japan. You can, yeah.、Um, it's amazing. It's amazing. It's a great place. Live, you obviously love performing live because you, you all these amazing tours you've done, and also, of course, you released the live album.、Mm-hmm. Our roots run deep. Why do you love it? What do you love about performing live?、Oh, I think it just—it's always different. I think that's part of it. Like we can play the same song. Ten nights in a row, and it'll feel different depending on who's in the crowd, what the room's like, what the city's like. So, it just keeps it fresh for us, and it, it gives us new perspective on the songs every time we perform them. To be able to still do it ten years down the line, it's it's such an honor. Not many artists release live albums. Yours was recorded in in Dublin, your hometown, which I think was a really lovely thing. How did it feel? Did you know you were recording? Like, okay, we got to make tonight really, really good. <laughs> yeah, well. If we made a mistake, which we did, hopefully nobody has recognised、yeah. them. The mistakes stay on the record, so that's what happened. I think ever since we started as a band, we always wanted to do a live acoustic、uh, album. I think it goes back to like MTV Unplugged,、wow. those albums years and years ago, and we kind of just wanted to do our very own MTV Unplugged, and we got to do it in the Olympia in Dublin, which is one of the most beautiful venues in the world.、Mm. We are biased because we are Irish, <laughs> but、um, it is a great venue. Also, a home crowd there for the live album. Yeah, it was amazing. It was, and it was around lockdown time, so yeah, it was. It was kind of the. The re-release back into the world, you know,、oh. everyone had been so pent up. There was so much energy ready to be released, and yeah, it was, it was a really wonderful tour. We did a, a full tour around Ireland and then ended in the Olympia Theatre, and it, it just felt great to be back doing what we love doing. 
I love what you say on your website. You say, please listen to the album, the live album, in full, which people are not doing really yeah, much these days. Do you feel like an album group? Do you think, do you, do you create albums when you think of the music? Yes. I'm trying to snap out of it. Even, even when I'm writing songs, I'm like, okay, that's a track eight. You know, <laughs> like literally, I, I do it all the time. And I'm like, okay, this could be a first single type thing. And then that's a track four. I know in today's world, it's, doesn't exist. It's just because of streaming and because of Spotify, it's just release songs. I would consider us an album band 100%. We're working on a new album and hopefully that'll be out next year. So what do you think, Jay? Yeah, no, I, th I think it's, it's really sad that people's attention span have gone so short because records are such a beautiful thing. It's, it's somewhere you can go and disappear for an hour and like just feel like you're in someone else's world. And that, that's what we grew up on. Like some of my, f my favorite records are still my favorite records from my childhood and they hold really special places in my heart. So it, we hope that our records can do that for people as well. Can you name one of your favorite records? <laughs> um, so Solid Air by John Martin is oh. my favorite record ever. And that, that and I guess Van, Van Morrison's early stuff. Oh. Astro Weeks would be up there. It's, it, it's those records that you can just put on and it just makes you feel like home. I would say Nebraska by Bruce Springsteen. That album is amazing. But uh, yeah. There's too many. Let's not, let's not <laughs> we, and you do, you do release vinyl too, which in, again encourages people to listen to a whole side or a whole album. Yeah, because yeah. people are too lazy to get up. To get up, just move yeah. <laughs> Well, they have no choice. <laughs> Once you put on a vinyl, you have to listen to it. So, Do you say everything you want to say through your music? Do you, do you use music as a platform, do you think? Um, I think so. It's, it's more of an outlet. I think for me, it's as a songwriter, like I, I don't know what I'd be doing without songwriting. It's helped me on a personal level. Uh, just express myself, even on my own, singing to myself and at home. It's very uh, cathartic, you know, kind of just, it's great for your health, for your mental health, you know. We'll put our emotions into songs. We won't necessarily put our, our worldview into songs. Yeah, right. you know, that's not what music is for. Music oh. is an escape for us. Yeah. And you can, it can get very clouded, I think, if you put too much opinion in. Well, I love your album titles, In a Perfect World, Coming Up for Air, Politics of Living, one day at a time just looking at the titles and not even the songs i think it seems like you think a lot about life almost makes me feel like these are messages for us you're, you're giving us some really positive vibes from the music yeah i think most of our songs i would like to think people would consider us a sad band because <laughs> our biggest songs are very sad but um i'd like to think they're kind of uplifting as well and i'd like to think that our music encourages our fans to kind of keep going and that they can get through difficult times and I think that kind of theme has gone through most of our biggest songs I think when you look at the album titles they're milestones in our lives yeah. coming up for air was when we were in a bubble and took a break and had to come back and figure out how to <laughs> make a record it's again. basically yeah. it's called coming up for air yeah because <laughs> the chaos of the first album tour in the world going from literally zero to a thousand and then we took a breath and we were in the studio and we were coming up for air and that was our second album. And then uh, our fourth album, One Day at a Time, was was during lockdown. And we were literally taking it one day at a time because we were like, when is, when can we go on tour again? You know, so, so yeah, I mean, it is just really about us and what we're going through, yeah. I always speak with people about the power of music and how music gets us through the tough times. You guys are doing 
what we can't do. You're making the music and the soundtrack to our lives. You mentioned about how music and, and writing gets you through life. Do you always turn to music in difficult times in life? Uh, absolutely, yeah. From as far back as I can remember. See, I listen to songs on repeat as well. <laughs> just have a funny image of myself, like as a teenager, just listening to this one song on repeat over and over again for hours and hours and hours. And my parents go, would he ever play something else? <laughs> um, but yeah, I still kind of do that. And I have like a go-to list of songs. But then I'll also, the great thing about music is like, if you're happy as well, there's there's so many songs out there to match that mood, you know, and even enhance it. So uh, that is the power of music. It doesn't really matter what you're feeling. There is something out there to match it. Yeah, and yeah, it's great. Your music's been used for TV shows, for soundtracks, all sorts of things. What would you love your music to be used for? We've been so, so lucky. Like, we're, we're incredibly grateful that we have been used by some incredible directors in, mm. in really interesting ways. Like, Sasha Baron Cohen used her <laughs> all I want in, in a very pivotal moment of a very <laughs> funny movie. So but that, that's, like, I think the best ones come from things that we're just completely not expecting. You know, I, I don't think we could even imagine where it might end up next. Oh. If, if there's another disc to space, that would be, that'd be great. Oh, there you go. <laughs> How about games? Do you, are you gamers? Yeah, well, myself and Steve both have uh, portable handheld devices with us on tour. Oh, you do? And we're big into that. But yeah, game music is such an interesting world. It's just tedious. It seems really, really difficult. We had, um, <laughs> well, it was, it was a collaboration we did, but our song, we did a song with a DJ called Kygo, which mm. was the soundtrack to FIFA 17 or 18, I don't know. But um, that was pretty unbelievable like to turn on a game and then have like the song playing yeah it was bizarre yeah we're huge gamers and our drummer Vinny used to he didn't bring it on this tour but he has like a whole fly case with a built-in tv and a playstation and all that he carries around on tour usually with him but myself and jay have steam decks and sort of like little portable things but yeah you've been together as musicians pretty much from 2005 if i'm correct with a different band and still together, still making music. What's the secret to longevity, do you think? When we find out, we'll let you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a dysfunctional family. Um, it's We have disagreements, we push each other's buttons, you know. I mean, so far, so good. It has been long. It, it's crazy to think that, well, myself, our guitar player Mark and our drummer Vinny have been playing together longer than we haven't been playing together mm. in our lives, mm. which is crazy right. to think. Um, and then obviously Jay's been in since the very beginning with Coldline and we've gotten this far, so that's pretty good. <laughs> and you're both smiling, so I guess it's going to last for a while. Your Irish roots, Ireland is just seeped in music and poetry. Do you think that's had an inspiration growing up surrounded by that? Yeah, I think it's really hard not to be inspired by the, the place you come from. Um, and of course, we, we grew up with bands like U2 and Snow Patrol and Thin Lizzy being able to be global entities that like, could go around the world and be some of the biggest bands in the world so that was always in the back of your mind that it doesn't matter if you come from a small town in Ireland you can go to America and you can play in the biggest stadiums in the world and you know just I think that possibility and also of course we come from the land of Yates and we come from you, you know yeah. Brendan B and like some of the best art in the world that is respected globally has come from Ireland and I, I think just to be a small part of that is is a huge honour Absolutely I want to go to Ireland, and for any of your Japanese friends and fans who are listening right now, where would you take them? Do you have a favourite spot? I would say Holt, mm. or there's countless numbers of pubs and mm. stuff that you could go to, but um, <laughs> but Holt is 
amazing. There's a cliff walk, they call it the frog walk. And uh, the long one is 15 kilometers, but um, you can do a shorter one or you can just go and just stand on the cliff for a while and take it in. But you can see out across Dublin and uh, it's just an amazing walk. It's great. Or Kerry, uh, Killarney, Kinmare. Anywhere on the wild Atlantic way is absolutely stunning. We're leaving Ireland. We're going on a trip and you're on the road right now. You've got a passport. You've got your mobile device. You've got a credit card. You have mentioned your games, but is there something that you must have on the road? Uh, for me, camera. I, oh. like, it was after we, after we kind of toured the world the first time, I realized I didn't have any memories to bring home. <laughs> so, yeah, we kind of picked up a camera and started just documenting life and... Yeah, it just gives you a reason to go out and explore when you get to a new city. You hit the hotel and go and just see what you can see. What are you going to see while you're in Japan this time? We went to see the Parrots last night in in Abbey Road, London, which was absolutely amazing. The Beatles cover bands, they were one of the most incredible bands I've ever seen live. But uh, unfortunately, we're here for such a short time. We get the bullet train to Osaka in the morning and then we go home. So as we said, we've been on tour for about a month around Asia and it's it's been wild. But... uh, like we always loved Japan at the end. We came, for, I think, for the first time to play Submersonic maybe eight or nine years ago. And every, every time we've come back, it just seems to grow and grow. So, yeah. Brilliant. And final question, if you are on the road or if you're going to sit down and have a meal with someone, who would you love as a, as a companion to have a conversation with? And it can be anyone from history or anyone alive today. <laughs> Curveball of a question. <laughs> And very difficult. Wow, there's too many people. Who would you say? I, I think Brian Eno. There's just oh, something about him. I would just yeah. love to love to have a day with him and see where see where a conversation goes. Bruce Springsteen, oh. for me probably, um, or Jackson Brown. Can I join in the conversations? I just want to eavesdrop. Well, today, thank you both for the conversation. I've had a real joy hanging out with you. From Codaline, Steve and Jason, thank you very much. Thank, thank you, you very so much. much. Cheers. Arigato kusaymasu. Arigato. <laughs> and thank you for joining us today. For more interviews and information, please go to guyperryman.com. <laughs>